Namaste. You're listening to a catalyst for your moments of mindfulness today. On today's mini-sode, I'm joined by my dear mentor, Suzanne Mueller. Most recently, at the end of 2021, I achieved my second degree Reiki certification under Suzanne's guidance. Her presence in my life has been extremely profound for I find that Suzanne is truly the embodiment of living a yogic lifestyle. And to me, a yogic lifestyle doesn't start or end in a mat. It extends way beyond um, into the activities, the people, the experiences that you create off the mat as well. And one of the major benefits of such a lifestyle is the ability to stay connected and owning your truth and your inner power as you go about your daily life. So I definitely want to sit down with Suzanne today at the beginning of the year, as I believe that is such a strong message for us as a collective to embody as we go through the year of 2022. So Suzanne, thank you for joining me today. Please give a short introduction of yourself as I'm honored to have you today on my podcast. Thank you, Kaylin. Thank you for your kind words. <laughs> it is always a pleasure to be around people that are so enlightened and so beautiful and to just have that positive energy. Um, well, my main thing, my main focus is to guide people, to help people to live a, a life, as you said, connected to their truth, to connect it to their essence. And that's not an easy thing because that's something, it's a lifelong journey we're, we're on. So it's more of um, where are we right now? How can we awaken to our truth? How, we, how can we stay connected? How can we embody that part of us that's really wanting to learn, wanting to grow, wanting to connect deep inside so that we have a foundation about when we go about our daily lives, where we feel good about ourselves. So my tools are yoga, Reiki, I'm Reiki master, hypnotherapy, um, energy work, energy healing. So it's different modalities. I work a lot with the chakras. I work a lot with the mind because that's part of what yoga is. It comes back down to, um, how do we see our mind? How, are, what is our perception? And that's a big thing that we're living in right now because our perceptions are very, um, foggy right now yes. about who we are, what's happening in the world. So there's a lot of confusion in people right now. Mm -hmm. I agree. And, um, could you tell us what was the moment for you that defined when you wanted to go seeking your inner truth? And for those of us today who are now waking up, what advice can you give to them? Mm, that's a very good question. And uh, I didn't, I don't have aha moments like that. It always has been from a very young mm -hmm. age because I've always had different conversation. I always, there was always, my life was very different. And there was a lot of challenges I went through in my life. And every time I went a little bit deeper, Something I had from an early childhood was trust and faith. Yes. I always, they, I knew there were angels around me all the time. So I, I never had this spiritual awakening in that sense. Mm -hmm. I know it's that so people tragic. have that mm -hmm. and that's beautiful right now. And I love working with people who are that, oh my God, I, all of a sudden I have that. There's a different, a different sensation I have. There's a different awareness and that's beautiful. But for me, it was, yeah, a, a growth, a step, step by step, something traumatic happened yeah. and then it was the next growth mm -hmm. it was the next and sometimes it was something beautiful that happened and I came to a new state of awareness mm -hmm. yes I can understand that I can relate to that too Be it being a gradual process yeah. of becoming as you go through life and begin questioning or just knowing that there's something deeper that um, resides or that you can learn from so for those who are seeking to go deeper 
How would you suggest that they start that process? One thing that you said is questioning. That's very important. So um, not questioning in a way, questioning yourself, because we do that very, very well. We question <laughs> everything we do. We doubt ourselves. It's questioning because our basic question is, who are we? Why are we here? And I think, again, that's a question that we'll ask to the end of our life. That's a question we can ask every day. So be curious about who you are. That's something. It does not have to be a big concept. It's really, for me, be curious about who you are. Be accepting of who you are. Understand that there's so much more. We're not that just this meatball that we're walking around with. Um, we are spiritual beings where we, our bodies are made out of crystalline light. So if we understand that we are here for a reason, that all of us are here for a reason, um, and then people say, oh, what is my purpose? It has to be a big thing. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It's true. It doesn't have to be. I've asked for my purpose. What is my purpose? And it's, I have things that um, I know I need to do. Yeah. And that's why I'm here. But my main purpose is to bring love and light. Yes. So everything, everything, if I can weave this into everything I do, then it gives me guidance. Mm -hmm. It gives me strength. Um, of course, there's lots of tools that we could talk about the week that helps us to connect within. Yes. Increasing our awareness. Mm -hmm. But just in a general way, I would say be curious about yourself. Be accepting of yourself. Love yourself. And these are just words. I know. These are just words. And words don't mean anything until we put anything into action. Um, mm -hmm. But see how that resonates. Do you really love yourself? Do you really care for yourself? So, and from there, of course, you can create tools and you can create guidance on what to do that. But it's just it's asking these questions, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I find that sometimes even as, you know, having still being a student in my life, yeah. you can often give privy to a lot of outside information. Mm -hmm. So whether that's the opinion of teachers, friends, um, co-workers that you meet in the workplace. And I find that sometimes finding those answers comes down to the very small thoughts you have in a day where you choose to respond to a situation differently and it makes you feel better. And then you take note of that and think, mm -hmm. oh, that made me feel really good. I feel like that's who I am. Like that's how I have to keep showing up in my life and then putting that into practice. Like you say, with those tools and other habits that you've developed, I feel like that's how you find the answers to those questions sometimes. It's really just listening and tuning in. And observing yourself, mm -hmm. that have, observing yourself without judgment. Yes. So if you could just be, go a little bit higher and be an observer of situations, and that's where you really learn about yourself. Yes. And see, oh, I'm not saying, oh my God, I did this wrong and I should have done that different. That's never helping. Of course, it's okay to make mistakes and to acknowledge it, but really observing, okay, how did I react in that situation? How did it make me feel? What triggered something in me yes. that I reacted a certain way? I find that's all because we are, we are here to find out more about ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're here to serve. We're here to help humanity to awaken. We're here to help um, the light to increase, to shine, because we're living in very interesting times right now. And we're all asked to step up. That's my true opinion. We're all asked to step up to be the best we can be um, every day in everything we do to the best of our abilities. Right. Okay. And so let's talk about some of those um, tools that you talk about in the context of this year. I know it being a new year, a lot of people are now looking ahead and thinking, wow, there's a whole calendar year of possibilities ahead of us. And 
for me, that's a time where I think, okay, how do I want to show up? Mm -hmm. Because if there's anything that I want to leave in the past or lessons that I want to bring forward, now is the time to embody them and change that for the year ahead. So what is the message that you're receiving for the collective for this year? Um, it is correct. We're at the beginning of the new year and um, at the same time, every day is a new beginning. So sure. I don't always say now it's the beginning of the year and in a month, oh my God, I'm not following through with what I know. Uh, no, every day is a new beginning. Mm -hmm. Every breath is a new beginning. Every morning we wake up, it's a new beginning. But generally what I've been getting because of the times we're living in, we're living in uncertain times. And that's not about to change. This is just the way everything is structured. We're living in such a high energy environment right now. So one of the most important things for us is to stay grounded. We really need to stay grounded. Staying grounded meaning in our physical bodies, but not being numbed. Because sometimes being grounded can feel, we feel, oh, we, we're doing certain things. We have a glass of wine or more than that, or we watch a lot of TV and it feels grounding, but it's numbing us. So that's not that kind of grounded that I'm talking about. When I say feeling grounded, it really feels that you are in your body, which this grounding has is accompanied by strength, inner strength. So that means we need to build resilience. We need to become a little bit more resilient because whatever challenges may happen, um, that we can stay true to ourselves, that we can say, okay, no matter what's happening, I have that inner strength to move through it. Yeah. There is a lot of, a lot of things that we can do. One of the things is I, for me, meditation is very important. And with it, I know people always say, Oh my God, meditation. It's so difficult. How am I going to do that? Guided meditations are beautiful. Yes. They're very powerful. They give us a lot of insight. We can learn. So, and there's so many, many different guided meditations, um, that are offered right now. That's a very powerful tool. Eating real food. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, eating like the podcast you do with your mom, yeah. everything talking about food, eating real food is very important. If we eat food that has no energy, it's not going to give us energy. It's not going to give us grounding. It's true. Even simple things like when you feel out of balance, just go and have a shower, wash the old energies off mm -hmm. and then finish with cold water because it really brings you into your body. It does. It does bring you. I am not, I, I mean, I wish I could do the Wim Hof thing. I'm not able to jump in the cold ice water. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, but in the mornings when I have a shower or sometimes in the evening when I feel, oh my God, I just find I need to wash and end it with a cold shower. It, yeah. it grounds me very much. That's mm -hmm. very simple. Breathing is the key. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know that. Yeah. Breathing is the essence of everything. Yeah different breathing techniques. So I do very specific breathing techniques that I teach too, because they are very, very powerful because the breath is directly connected to the mind. Mm -hmm. So if we're grounded in the physical body and our mind is in a state where we can see, okay, I'm not like, like a monkey jumping from branch to branch because my mind is going crazy. It's, it's important. Mm -hmm. And is it that for those of us who are now developing a practice, whether that be a daily practice or just practicing how to live more mindfully, tuning in, get into the habit of asking yourself, how am I feeling? Would you say that those practices that you just mentioned are enough 
to build that type of resilience and strength that you're talking about? It's a start. There's always so much more you can do. I can come up with so many more examples, but mm-hmm. I'm not a believer, even though I'm living in a, in a, my spirituality is my most important, my, my connection to the to the universe, to God. That's my first connection. That's very important. That's where I live, but I'm also very practical. So if I, um, even when I work with clients privately or if I, if I work with groups, I always want to give them tools that are manageable yes. so that they, okay, this I'm going to do in the morning, this I'm going to do in the evening, this I can do in between. Um, and if there's a day when I don't have the time, okay, it's not going to, it's not going to be the end of the world too, mm-hmm. but I want things that are manageable. So putting a guided meditation in two, yeah. three times a week, if that's possible. That's a good thing. 20 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, it helps you. If you can do it every day, even better. Becoming aware of your breath, learning how to breathe, even just putting your hand on your belly right. and see where does the breath go? Where does the breath? And again, just exploring and feeling into your body. We always talk about awareness. Awareness is beautiful. We can be aware of everything around us. Awareness doesn't mean anything if we're not self-aware. Mm-hmm. Awareness for me is self-awareness. Mm-hmm. I agree. I always say, and I've said it before on some of my mini sods that I believe in living life inside out. Yes. When you get the inside right, the outside will fall into place. When you're in a situation and you're, it's very high strung and you come back and you know how to center mm-hmm. your breathing, suddenly it's not so intimidating anymore yeah. when you're outside. And you mentioned something just now on, you know, living practically. And I know with this, these busy lifestyles that we have, even now, even though we're digitally and on Zoom and living mm-hmm. virtually a lot at a time, I know that our schedules are still very packed. A lot of people still live a very on-the-go lifestyle. There are many times where our to-do lists get the better of us. And, you know, if you if you haven't checked off all five things, it creates a lot of anxiety or unwanted pressure that's put on the mind, the body, and your spirit in that moment, thinking, oh my God gosh, I didn't achieve enough today. Meanwhile, when you look around in the grand scheme of things, you did because you're up and you're breathing, and you're living. But I know we're not quite there yet as a society to honor the way that we show up in that case. So what would you say or how would you navigate those moments where we, we find ourselves putting that pressure on ourselves? Okay, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, first, I, I just want to say a little bit about the, the technological time we're living in. Um, an observation and a suggestion. A lot of it is online right now. A lot of my courses and even my treatments, when I do things, I do it with Zoom and it works perfectly fine because energy doesn't care. Energy doesn't say I'm going to stop here. So we can connect with each other, even energetically over a distance. And that's beautiful. That's something that the last two years that I find um, became as opened up a lot more. At the same time, we need to learn to disconnect. Yes. So what I suggest for people to do, be aware of how often you are on your phone, how often you are on the computer. So, yes, I understand we have so many things to do. We have so many things to take care of. But these times you don't put the phone away. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yep. Stay off social media. Stay. And I know I hear people No, Why should I do that <laughs> for yourself? Because you love yourself and you deserve that time outside. So you deserve that time where you focus on your energy. Because every time you're on there, your energy is out. Yeah. You're not connected to yourself anymore. That's just. That's true. That's Even just when you don't realize it. No. Mm-hmm. Because you're constantly in somebody else's, this, in this, somebody else's Instagram account. So you're not staying within yourself anymore. So just doing that, having some time during the day where you decide, okay, phone. And at the beginning, I know it's hard. Because, <laughs> oh, where's my phone? Where's yes. my phone? I need to check my messages. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I was 
sick a little bit um, for the last two weeks and I was not on my phone once because I just, I mean, I had my phone there, but um, no social media, nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a type who's on social media too much anyways, but even that I thought, oh, that was so refreshing. It felt good. Mm -hmm. So I'm on social media too, because I love the tool. There's nothing wrong um, with sharing this way. So that's one thing. We are in a culture where people talk about accomplishment. You get judged or you get measured by what you accomplish. And what does that even mean for you? That's the question that I would ask. When you look at your life and when you look at the end of the day, what did I accomplish? I'm not, that word has its its, um, importance, but I'm not a real friend of that word when it comes to our life that we need to accomplish. It's more, how did I serve today? What did I do good today? Okay. I did these things, my work, my job, my, if you have children, whatever it is, um, school, whatever it is, there's things of course that we need to take care of and that we need to accomplish in that way. Um, but look at your to-do list and see what is really important. Mm -hmm. What is really important and who says it's important. Do you think it's important because you make that decision? Is it important because it helps somebody else? Is it important because it's positive? Or is it important because somebody else tells you this is what you need to do? And it's actually not really what you feel is important because that's what creates the pressure. Right. Yeah. So finding out what are the important things for you for this day. If you, depending how you work, if you work with a, this is what I want to do this week. This is what I like to do today. Just see, okay, how important is that? And then prioritize a little bit and in between have fun. Mm-hmm. Don't just stay on the list. Okay. Check mark, check mark. Okay. That's good. Check marks are all good. But when we're in that performance mode, we get out of the fun. It just, everything gets, and then our bodies get tense and that what's great stress and we don't breathe properly. So mm-hmm. it's just a, yes. this very nice environment we're creating um, because we're in that stressful situation because we're living in a society that expects. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then our expectations on ourselves are very high too, which means we put expectations on others instead of saying, okay, what is really important for me today? What is really, really, really important? Yes. Those are great tips. And I like the idea of, again, those checkings every time you finish an item on the list. Who are you finishing it for? How does mm-hmm. it make you feel? I really like that because, again, it all comes back to ourselves. It all yeah. comes back to you, how you feel in that moment or at the end of the day or at the end of the week when you're tucking yourself into bed. So thank you so mm-hmm. much for those tips. Um, I think you've given us many valuable points to take away and um, go ahead into our year with whatever resolutions or intentions or goals that we set for ourselves. For those of you who are interested in guided meditations, Suzanne also offers free guided meditations over Zoom. So the guided meditations, I've done them last year for a long period of time. Then we had a little bit of a break and I'm starting them again on January 29th and it's 7.30 in the evening. So it's about an hour, sometimes less than an hour because it's a little bit introduction on what we do and then the actual meditation. And then I always leave room for people to ask questions. So they're high, high vibrational healing meditations and everybody who is there benefits from it um, in, in a beautiful way. And it's important to to create the community. Mm-hmm. And in the spirit of the new year, she also has an upcoming course, which begins on January 19th. 
This course that I offer next week is co-creation, living the best life that you can this year in a high vibration. So um, it's not necessarily setting goals because what I wanted is to set an intention. An intention always has a meaning, a spirit, deeper spiritual meaning behind it. And what I really want for those that attend to find out is what is it that they really want. So we go through an activation process. We go through an initiation, a deeper meditation to see to talk to our soul. So we get out of our minds and to our soul and see, okay, what does my soul want this year? What does my soul want to manifest? Because when you go into that place, a lot of times people set goals, but they set goals out of lack, not out of possibility. So yes, when you true. set a goal out of a lack, because I want something because I don't have this, you have no motivation. Mm -hmm. If you have a possibility and you have something, okay, this is what my soul wants, then a whole new world opens up. And then incorporating practical tools into this. And there's group work that we'll be doing. What is holding us back? So what is that inner critic that we have that we're all so good mm -hmm. in communicating with? Um, so we, we uncover a little bit of that, these shadow sides that actually hold us back mm -hmm. from moving forward through the year. Because I want really tools for everybody who is with me these four weeks that once the four weeks are done, they have tools and there's a community mm -hmm. and there's something that they feel comfortable with moving forward into the year. Because no matter where the year goes, no matter where, whatever happens on the outside, we have something to focus on on the inside. So I'll definitely leave all the information, including Suzanne's contact information in the show notes below so that you can check it out if you feel called to join either of her courses or meditations. So at the end of every mini-sode, I do end with a guided meditation and it'd be a pleasure to have you guide us through. So wherever you are right now, just come into a comfortable position where you feel you can sit up, um, you can lie down. So just feel into a place where you are comfortable. When you're sitting up, make sure your spine is nice and straight. Your feet are rooted down into the earth. So that you find that connection down into the earth. If you decide to lie down, we also want the spine to be nice and long, the shoulders relaxed. And wherever you are, just be okay. Whatever is happening around you, just focus on your breath right now, which means you allow yourself to take a deep breath in, in through the nose. If you feel like it, breathe out through the nose or the mouth. Again, whatever resonates, whatever feels right for you right now. So I just want you to really fill yourself up all the way, all the way, as deep as you can. Fill yourself up. Hold the breath just for a tiny moment. And then release it all out. And as you release out, let the day go. Whenever you're listening to it, let the day go. Let the week go. Let the year go. Let go of whatever you can let go at this moment. And then again, you breathe in, deep breath in. And then one more time, just let it all go. If your mind is moving, be okay with it. There's a deeper part of you that's listening. Your soul is listening. So that's a lot of times where we get stuck. Just whenever you do a meditation, whenever you do a little breathing technique, whatever you do, a deeper part of you already listens because your soul knows.
Thank you, Suzanne, for bringing us back into our bodies in those moments. I hope you all have a wonderful week ahead. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Namaste. Namaste.